Welcome to the warm-up exercise for the YMI podcast called The Fantasy Restaurant. In here, my guests get to pick their favorite drink, appetizer, main, side, and dessert. There are no wrong answers. Abby picks some awesome pieces, and I have no idea how some of this stuff pairs together, but nonetheless, I still want to give it a go myself. I hope you enjoy this meal with Abby. Uh, Abby, thank you for joining me in the Fantasy Restaurant today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, you are, uh, I guess, man, you're like part of this uh, chef royalty here, so I'm interested <laughs> to, uh, I'm not saying that you should have some of your partner's uh, meals <laughs> on here, but I am going to read you to filth if you don't, so I'm kind of excited. So. Yeah, what happens if I don't? <laughs> <laughs> should be interesting. All right. So the fantasy restaurant is just that it's a fantasy. So it is comprised of everything that you absolutely love. There has to be, there doesn't have to be any rhyme or reason to it. Right. So it could be things from your childhood, uh, things from your favorite restaurant, things from your favorite novel or TV show. None of this has to make any sense except for you, uh, except for to you, I should say. So I'm going to start you out with your drink. What are you going to have to drink in the fantasy restaurant? I always start always with some kind of bubbles. Like it doesn't have to be champagne. If it is champagne, I guess it's my fantasy. So that's great. But I like, I actually really like kava and it has to be very cold and very bubbly. I always start with bubbles. You said kava? What is that? Yeah, Uh, Another sparkling wine. Okay. So in the, in the sparkling wine umbrella. All right. I always hear people say, um, what Prosecco? Is that like, Champagne, but it doesn't come from the Champagne region of France. I mean, yeah, I'm no expert, but it's come that comes from Italy. Oh, okay, excellent. And cava is from Spain, I believe. All right. I just don't want it sweet. That's my thing. I like a good dry but bubbly sparkling wine. All right. Well, where are you at on waters? Do you like sparkling water? Do you like a little carbonated, little bubbles? I, when I dine at my fantasy restaurant, and gen- in general, I actually like um, just straight water. <laughs> I, I don't mind this. I don't mind. I'll drink sparkling water if it's a night I'm not drinking alcohol. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm I'm a, usually a tap water kind of girl. Me too. Me too. Just give it to me right out of the tap. Exactly. Exactly. Excellent. So always bubbles. I like that. Bubbles mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Right, always. So what are you gonna do for your appetizer? And I'm not gonna limit you to just one thing. It could be oh, multiple wow. things, right? It's oh. appetizer. Okay. Okay. Well, I with my bubbles, I love I love good French fries. And especially dipped in aioli. So that is my combination always if I am having whatever I want. Um, that's how I start. <laughs> All right. What constitutes a good French fry? Well, it has to be that perfect uh, that perfect chew, but, you know, outer edge has kind of got a little crunch to it. Like I don't want a full crispy fry. I like a little that perfect balance of the chew and crisp. And I don't yeah. want them to be super short. I hate short French fries. I want a, like a long one. <laughs> All right. So, how about thickness wise? We're not talking like steak fries where they're big no. fat boys. We're, you're pretty. You're pretty like, thin on this. Right? Yeah. Like I would like take me any to any cafe in Paris and give me the fries there. Definitely a thinner fry. 
All right. And aioli. So you're not like a, you're not a ketchup person. I can no, I, I once was, but I really, I got, I discovered the, the aioli train and I am on that train <laughs> all the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. For all us, uh, unenlightened folks. I'm sorry. Us little <laughs> people over here still dipping in ketchup. Although I will say, you know, there is a fun combination of a little ketchup aioli combination, little swirl action. I can handle that. <laughs> well, what does aioli give to a fry that ketchup doesn't? Mm, that is a good question. I feel with the aioli, there's like usually a little, you know, garlic in there. And I just think mm. there's a little more of like an umami thing happening. And then just like a creamy thing that I, I guess I enjoy. Maybe the tanginess of, you know, mayo. Uh, the, the ketchup is just sweet. So I kind of okay. like, the I guess I like the tang. I dig it. I dig it. You know, <laughs> I, I have had ketchup that has a little, little bite, a little extra vinegar. And I, that's the part I like about it on fries. So yeah, there you go. Makes sense. All right. That's a interesting appetizer. You said you, with your champagne, you like to pair French fries. And when I said this doesn't have to make sense, I mean, hey, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So now what can we I hit say? the interstitial period. I like to call the bread slash salad slash soup uh, area. And you can have any of those, all okay. of those. You're going you're gonna to partake. Yes. Well, I mean, if we, this is where my, my wife, Lish, does come into play cause, as her being a chef. Um, she is really good at making salads. And I know it sounds, I just feel like a lot of people still don't appreciate a good salad. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but she just does this. She always has interesting combinations. And I can't, there's not like one particular salad because the beauty and curse of living with Lish is that she really never makes anything twice. So <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be like, oh yeah, I want that one because they're all so good. But she always will do something just, you know, interesting or like do a warm salad. Like so maybe she'll roast some vegetables and it kind of becomes this warm salad with the mm. greens. But she just made one that had um, endive and baby watercress and uh, toasted sunflower seeds and um this dressing it's the dressing is key and how you coat the salad because she you know she coats it all together so it's not just drizzled on top nice. and she had some kind of sort of honey i know there was honey in the dressing i couldn't tell you everything that was in it because it wasn't too sweet but there was just that little like hmm, what is that um so i mean we could go with that salad but it's any of her salads i guess she's kind of like whatever's in the kitchen that day that's what will get thrown together so in my fantasy restaurant it's a surprise salad by lish <laughs> All right, Lish's surprise salad. <laughs> I got it. I can dig it. <laughs> I'm going to put the little trademark symbol. Right there you go. Yeah. TM. There we are. There you I go. Yes. Surprise salad. How about bread? Are you, uh, are you a bread person? I am, but I, I, I guess we could move this into the bread course, but I, um, my thing, and I love this, is fondue. So you're dipping bread in cheese. And I always, uh, every Christmas, for as long as I can remember, my family would do fondue on Christmas. <laughs> and um, I, I, it's a, like a childhood nostalgia thing. Um, I just, I love it. But yes, I mean, who doesn't love a good thick piece of bread with salted butter on top and it's warm bread, but otherwise you could dip it in the fondue. Um, that would be, yeah. I mean, that was going to, that is like, was going to be my main course, but we can, I can like, no, jump no, around no, no, here no. it's my fantasy no, no, no. restaurant <laughs> no 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 oh oh yeah don't let me don't let me interrupt the flow <laughs> of the meal absolutely you can say hey we're saving that for later <laughs> all right well i have other so, things in my back pocket so right, well, this, this is hard in. you know tell me tell me more about fondue as a main course because 
you're really breaking my brain right now. <laughs> well, I believe this tradition started in my mom's side of the family because a, a guy from Switzerland had, it was like my grandfather's um, colleague or something had come over and one, I don't know if it was around Christmas. I don't really know how this tradition landed on Christmas, but he introduced her family to fondue. And so it just became a, a thing for us. And I think just the whole preparation of it and just the experience of, you know, everybody partaking and dipping their bread in this delicious cheesy fondue around the table, it just evokes like great conversation and you're all kind of active together. And so, um, yeah, we'd always have that when we'd have a side of Caesar salad. But since I already had the surprise lish salad, I could forgo that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but always, yeah, we'd always have a Caesar salad with fondue. And, and then as I got older and I didn't just want to only eat bread for my entree, I would also, um, we would do, you know, vegetables as well. But for the most part, you'd stuff your face with the bread and just really partake in that. But yeah, that would be, a, I mean, it would be an entree. And then sometimes we'd also have uh, oil fondue. So you could like um, fry uh, vegetables or meat in that one as well. I so we could do both. I could get my protein that way. <laughs> I've never heard of oil fondue. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't think they call it that. I, this is what we need <laughs> to come into the room and be like, this is what it is. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same concept where you have the, you know, the pot in the center of the table and it would just be oil kind of super hot and you could fry cook your your meat or um, your vegetables in it that's cool that's yeah. cool and so fondue i mean it really is that is a lot it's a lot of bread right yes i mean it's it's i guess it depends how much you know control you have but yes you can eat a <laughs> lot of bread in very, a very little self-control is yes is, yeah all right i'm i'm feeling attacked right now so <laughs> And I'm not, it's raining here. I want like, I want, it's very warming and comforting to me. It's kind of like having soup or something, you know, it's just this like, this nostalgia uh, and comfort combined. Yeah, eating like a it. comfort so, food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm from Wisconsin. We have a lot of cheese there. So it all, you know, it all kind of works out. Oh man, all the dots are starting to connect. All right. <laughs> it makes sense. What kind of bread do you use for fondue? Is it like? We've like always just used like a baguette and okay. then just, you know, just cut it up into little cubes. But really, any probably any kind of bread would work. Yeah, that's what I was actually envisioning. There you go. See, Excellent. I guess I'm bringing it back to Paris too with the baguette, my French oh, yeah. fries and baguette, <laughs> and your champagne. There you go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> There's a theme. I'm sensing a theme. I know. Place. Yeah, there is a theme happening. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you pair as a side with a fondue course? I mean, I'm well, not like really sure. yeah, that's where we usually always had a Caesar salad. Uh, growing up because it kind of cut through the richness you can double salad so i mean maybe i should why not I mean, who's to say you can't why not exactly exactly i mean depending on what lish puts in that first salad it could be just so different that this this works just fine <laughs> for sure well describe your caesar salad what does that look like it's uh i guess it was always romaine growing up and there was I can never say it, but Worcestershire sauce in there, in the vinaigrette. And um, it wasn't a creamy, it was not a creamy dressing. It was a vinaigrette kind of type of Worcestershire sauce in there, in the dressing. And then there was, I mean, ironically, sometimes we'd also do croutons, which we'd always laugh at since we're already having tons of bread in our fondue. But why not throw croutons on? Yeah, well, I mean, so, it's a completely different texture, right? Exa the baguette's exactly. going to be soft, this is like crunchy. Yeah. I mean, totally two different things. We keep it simple. And then Parmesan cheese, more cheese. Yeah. I yeah. mean. 
I like the shade parmesan. So what you yes. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's a good sounding Caesar salad. I have never had one that was more vinaigrette based. Might have always been kind of the creamy with yeah. like the fish juice in there or whatever. To totally. It wasn't it until out. I like you know left and left home or we go out somewhere else and you'd order a Caesar salad and I was like, oh, it's creamy. Like I. And I thought they were doing it wrong always. And then I realized <laughs> that like there's just two different ways of doing it. And majority of the U.S. does a creamy dressing. Yeah. But I've been living a lie. I know. What's going I'm on? <laughs> but I really like it. It's, it's, less, it's less rich. And it's, I don't know, I like the zip of, of the way my mom always made it. So Oh, I can dig it. Like, I, yeah. That sounds like a really good combination of things. I should know it by heart. I know there's garlic in there. I can't, I, I really should know the, the salad dressing. But I've made it how many times with her, but I don't remember. Mm. I've mentioned, I've seen you mention garlic a couple of times. I know, which is funny because I, I haven't had it. I, we really cut it out quite a bit. And then recently we were, we've been bringing it back into food again. So maybe that's just like fresh in my mind. I mean, I used to eat it all the time. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess it just wasn't like a, an active ingredient in our meals for a while. Yeah, dude, I absolutely love garlic. When you were talking about your yeah. French fries, I was thinking, man, a little garlic on those too would probably be pretty damn good. Oh, like roasted garlic. Or if we have my bread, then we can like smear the roasted garlic on the bread <sighs> with some molten salt on top. I mean, where the where the garlic gets real soft and yes, oh. it's like mushy and spreadable. Mm. Bruh, you're killing me. I mean, me maybe that's a course too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm digging it. I'm coming over to yours for Christmas. <laughs> All right. So how are you going to cap this meal off? What are you going to do dessert wise? I mean, I feel like because it's my fantasy restaurant, I'm going to have one of those plates. It's like a trio of three different things because I can do that. And again, this is becoming more full circle and weird to me, but I would love going back to to France again. And I love the Lauderay macarons, the rose. They have a rose one or a pistachio. And I love I love either of those. Probably rose if it's my fantasy meal. Um, I always say I'm like an old lady and I like to eat flowers. So <laughs> <laughs> so give me the rose macarons. Well, you and, ate all uh, that garlic. We got to kind of do something about the bread. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got to, yeah, you got to pair it somehow, kind of balance it out. And then I would also have, I love chocolate mousse, like a good, dark, rich chocolate mousse. Um, and then going back to what Lish might make is she's, Many people are now knowing she's been making this to die for chocolate chip cookie with macadamia nut brittle in it. And I recently just had one of those again. And I every time I eat one, I'm just constantly blown away. It's this perfect, you know, combination of the, the rich chocolate, the chewy, the um, caramelized and nuttiness of the brittle that kind of melts in there with the macadamia nut. Oh, it's so good. I want one right now. Oh my gosh. So I've had peanut brittle before. Is it like the same thing, but with macadamia nuts? Yes, correct. And so she, she makes that brittle first and then she uh, breaks it apart and then puts it into the, the dough, I believe. So, oh my gosh. Yes. It's that so is... good. And it's like, that is how I want to end that meal. But they're like, they're big cookies too. They're nothing, yeah. there's nothing dainty about this cookie. Oh and my it's gosh. like, that you just want to like obscene. break it open. That's yeah, it's decadent. Good. Oh my gosh. So that decadent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, are you a like an espresso with dessert kind of person? I would do a cappuccino. Yeah, cappuccino. I love cappuccinos. Yes. Yes. I was almost going to say, would you like just a big glass of milk? <laughs> well, that too. I mean, but I think I, yeah, I mean, I, I dunk this cookie into a little cappuccino foam or a little, yeah. little bit of that. All right. Well, you ready to, uh, to hear your meal back? Sure. 
All right, make sure I didn't screw up your order. Okay. So always bubbles. That's how we're always uh, we're always gonna face the world bubbles first, and we're gonna go with a nice champagne. Then we're gonna pair that with some French fries, uh, with uh, an aioli uh, dipping sauce, and every French fry is gonna be at least what seven inches long. I mean, they're gonna be big <laughs> fries. Yeah, big big skinny fries. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna do um, uh, Lish's surprise salad. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's you know. Dealer's choice on that. We, we're not really sure what's going to be in there, but it's going right. to be definitely interesting for sure. And then we're going to have fondue, our Christmas fondue. I guess, what, when you were like 10 years old, we're going to transport some of that fondue back? Sure. Yes. Yes. All right. With a baguette cubed and possibly, I'm not, I'm not going to force it upon you, but we'll have our oil fondue over here on the side. I think so, because I would like some protein and veg. Yeah. Me too. Balance I was that like, out. Whew. This, this is, a, lot this is of, a heavy, I know, this is a, a heavy carb, meal. A exactly. <laughs> you're gonna, you're instantly gonna pass out after this. Uh, then we're gonna do Caesar salad as the side. We're gonna do shaved parm, but this isn't any Caesar salad. This is gonna be kind of the vinaigrette, uh, Worcestershire sauce. See how you just kind of, you just make yeah. noises. And then exactly. everybody knows what you're saying, yeah. And then for dessert, you're gonna do the trio plate, which I absolutely love and approve of, by the way. Uh, we're gonna have uh, a rose macaron. We're going to do a chocolate mousse. And when I think chocolate mousse, I think kind of like light and airy. Am I on the right track there? You can be, but I, I don't mind it if it's a touch denser. Okay. Yeah, because it's just like a little rich. I mean, if I'm having this trio, I'm probably going to go on the lighter side because we've got a lot on this plate. But if, it's, if it was only that, I you know, a little bit denser isn't a bad thing. I smell what you're cooking. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to do um, Lish's macaron brittle chocolate chip cookie and we'll have a nice cup of cappuccino to close it out yes macadamia nut brittle macadamia nut. yes all right are you uh are you happy with your meal i am i think i would finish it with a cocktail though oh my goodness i mean why how, not how dare i not ask <laughs> what kind I mean, of cocktail i like i love a last word which is like chartreuse, luxardo, gin, and lime juice, all equal parts. And very cold. Gin and lime juice. Okay. Yep, luxardo and chartreuse. So what does equal. that do? Is that kind of a palate cleanser? For me, yeah. I, it's just got this like sort of citrusy, florally gin thing happening, and I just, I, I love them. The florally. Again, back to uh, old lady eating flowers. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gosh, and I'm wearing flowers on my shirt. I mean, this is all... It's like I planned it or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming in. Well, Abby, thank you for joining me in the Fantasy Restaurant. Thank you for having me. This was quite the meal.